Hi, friends. Welcome to Race to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mithal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. Do you ever feel like you are not a perfect parent? You are not doing, you know, not giving you 100%. You are not a conscious parent yet. You're not a gentle parent yet, etc., etc. I certainly have felt that. And so today I want to share a perspective shift with you guys so that you understand that everything that we see on the internet, everything that we see on Instagram, TikTok, or, you know, read on magazines or blogs is not always the 100% reality, right? We all have ups and downs. And so today I want to share a perspective with you guys. Did you know that there's a research done that if you want to master something, if you want to achieve a world-class mastery of anything, it demands about 10,000 hours of practice? Yes, you heard that. It requires about 10,000 hours of practice. And if you convert those 10,000 hours into days or you know years, it's about five years. It takes someone to achieve a world-class class mastery or you know perfection it takes about five years practicing that one thing now does that blow your mind or does that blow your mind I mean it blew my mind when I read that I read it from a book outliners I mean the author does mention that you know talents are certainly a key ingredient in the recipe of success whether but there is another key which is practice right for example Bill Gates he spent a lot of time learning computer programming. There is this, you know, Beatles who spent a lot of time on stage. And so though they were also extraordinarily talented individuals, it was extensive practice that made them truly world class, that made them successful. So to achieve any mastery, to achieve, I mean, because I always say that I want to achieve, you know, mastery in connection. And so to achieve any world class mastery at anything, Studies show that we need to spend a critical minimal, which is about around 10,000 hours of the time practicing. And of course, not everyone has the opportunity to spend this much time practicing something. So then we really need to drop down this expectation that I have to be perfect parent. I have to be, you know, a perfect conscious parent. I have to be a perfect gentle parent. There's no such thing as perfect, right? It's all about progressing. Am I progressing with whatever skill or whatever I am prioritizing right now in my parenthood journey? So that's what's important. It's about focusing on the progress. So I really wanted to share this perspective because it blew my mind, certainly took off a lot of pressure from, you know, that I have to be perfect all the time. No, I don't have to be perfect. all, And there's no such thing as perfection. First of all, I actually... I've been working a lot on my perfection. I certainly don't bring the perfectionism in my parenthood, but I do bring perfectionism in my career. So I actually, two weeks ago, I want to share this little story. Two weeks ago, I had a call with my leadership coach. And during our session, because we were discussing about why I'm not putting myself out there and why I'm not sharing my gifts and talents about, you know, 
even though I have this extensive amount of, of course, practice, but at the same time, training, being a licensed success coach, I'm certified by DJ Shetty, you know, my mentor. I've been trained to work with his framework that he uses with his coaching clients. So it's not like I don't know anything, right? But I certainly am not putting myself out there yet. Why? And so during my conversation with the leadership coach that I had, we were digging through and, you know, we were exploring why I don't do it. And he was keep on asking me these powerful questions. And there was something inside of me that I just couldn't bring it out. But it was nothing but a perspective shit that I need. It was nothing but a perspective shift that I needed to have. So he asked me a question. He's like, Mittal, how long you been working as, you know, quality control manager here at your current nine to five job? And I said, this is my seventh year. So he's like, how do you make decisions now? And I said, oh, I'm very bold when I make decisions. If I want something to be done, I want that thing to be done. And not forcefully, but I, you know, I work, I'm a people person. I work with people, I get stuff done. And at the same time, I make sure that there is a connection and then there is a growth involved. And so he asked me, so what's the difference between the Mittal now and Mittal six years ago at the same spot? And I said, oh, there's a huge difference. You kidding me? Six years ago, I only did what I was told. And I, not that I didn't care if that was right. I mean, not that I didn't care. It's just I didn't have confidence or guts to say that this is wrong. And now me is I am not going to take anything. I represent a quality and I have a responsibility of, you know, making sure that we're producing quality products and consumers are getting the quality in the product that they are buying. Right. So six years ago, certainly I didn't have those guts. And if they said, okay, this material gets used, this material gets used. I did not have a say yes or no. I didn't have confidence to, you know, put my opinion out there. And now there's a huge difference. I prioritize quality over management. Trust me when I say that I will even go up to the CEO explaining him like this is wrong. I will at least share my opinions, whether they get hurt or not. That's a different story. 90% of the time they do give importance to my opinions because I am the subject matter expert at the end of the day in the company. And so, but there is a 10% business decision that come where the executive management gets involved. So that's where I shared with him and he goes like, so what's the difference? And I said, oh, it took me a lot of practice. It took a lot of work from me, right? I had to work for where I am right now. I've seen the days of ups and downs. I've practiced and I've improved. And so then he said, how long have you been doing coaching for? And I said, only about like a year and a half. So he's like, okay, six years and a year and a half. Does that make difference? What were you like when it was a year and a half at your nine to five right now? I said, I was starting to gain the confidence. I was starting to, you know, have that faith in my work and in my say so. So he goes like, what is different now? And what did you do to be at where you are at your job? And I said, well, I did a lot of personal development. I focused on boosting my confidence for the perfect, you know, and then I invested in learning the skills and whatnot. So he's like, what's stopping you now? And I said, oh, that is so true. There's nothing that's stopping me. It's just I am not prioritizing what I really want to, you know, get out of this. 
I'm not prioritizing up-leveling my skill. I'm not prioritizing because I am so comfortable and I have the safety net of my 9 to 5. And it's just I'm in the comfortable comfort zone. I'm so comfortable there. I am in that bubble. And, you know, because I have two jobs going on, like, you know, I have a job. I have a high-key leading role at my work. And I'm also trying to put myself as a leader out there in my coaching business. So it's just like there are two things I'm trying to do at the same time and it's not working out. So what I need to do is, you know, of course, I need to practice mastering the skill of how to show up or mastering the skill of how to present myself or how to put myself out there more and how to maybe learn, you know, how to tell better stories. So that gave me perspective that it's about practicing, right? It's about practicing, which gives me, it's not about that. I actually, I don't know where I heard or read, but it's been stuck with me that I used to say to myself, practice makes a man perfect. Practice makes a man perfect. Wrong. Practice makes me improve. Practice makes me improve. There's no such thing as perfect. So before my destination used to be perfection, before my destination used to be a perfect coach, a perfect employee, a perfect scientist, you know, a perfect mom or a perfect parent. Now I focus on the journey. I focus on the improvement. Am I better than what I used to be yesterday? Yes. Move on. It's now it's about me versus yesterday me, right? Today's me versus yesterday's me. So as a parent, it is so important for us to model this for our kids because Oftentimes, when they see us comparing ourselves with others or when they see us sabotaging ourselves, they get the energy. Forget about what we're teaching. Forget about what we're saying. There's this energy exchange that we really need to work on. If I am sabotaging myself all the time, if I am, you know, saying myself like I'm not good at it, this and that, maybe I'm not sharing that with my kids, but they can sense my energy. And I have actually witnessed where my kids have noticed me and they say like, are you okay? Like, are you putting pressure on yourself? Like my almost 12 year old, who I call him, like he's such an angel. He's my teacher. Both of my kids are my teachers. They are like teaching me. So my older one is about giving me a perspective shift. And you know, like he's a soft nudger where my little one is about challenging. He will challenge me what I'm learning. He will, it's like my older one teaches me and my little one takes my exams, if I can say so. So I always take my kids as my greatest teachers in my, you know, in our life. And so I really want you guys to have, parents to have this perspective that there is this energy exchange that our kids can sense. So we're going to have to buckle up and Take this shift as that everything that I do needs practice. If I want to master a skill, I'm going to have to invest about 10,000 minded. I didn't say uh, spend. (laughs) I almost said spend 10,000 hours. No, we really need to invest about 10,000 hours if we want to master a skill. So five years. And of course, now you might have, have this thought that, oh my gosh, it's too late now. It's never too late, my friend start repairing. So I have tried this. You sit with your child and just, you know, just genuinely apologize for something that you think you did wrong to your child and watch the repair. Watch how 
the love that your children will pour on you. It's amazing how they have this forgiveness and accepting, you know, qualities that we really need to, we all, we all are born with this forgiveness and accepting and all these virtues. But it's just, we got so conditioned in the society and seeing each other and comparing with each other and just, you know, focusing on the destination and focusing on the goal that we forget that we are all good inside like Dr. Becky at Good Inside would say. We're all good inside. All we have to do is just tap and I really think that's where the coaching comes. The coaches come and you know dust off and they actually shine the bright light to us and we can take our treasure out that way. So Focus on the skill that you want to master, but also make sure that you remind yourself that it's about practicing. So, okay, I'm not a perfect conscious parent right now, but I'm improving. I'm getting better at it. And that's all that matters for me and for my kids' better relationship. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmetal.com. And join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mithal Patel wishing you happy raising and rising.